faith we'll get started in just a moment god bless you all thank you for tuning in what to look for in a spouse this morning god bless bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to Brewing Faith this morning. It's Thursday and I have a fun, we, I'm going to have fun this morning. Hopefully you do too. But I was studying the Word of God this morning and <clears throat> I just felt a, a instruction in the Word of God of what to look for in a spouse. As I was reading, I was like, uh, there's instruction in here how to help you. And uh, we need all the help we can get, don't we? I thank God for helping me. And uh, so this is this is for everybody to tune in. You can help your kids if you're married. If you're single, uh, here's just good instruction for you. We're going to go 
to the what book of the Bible, Bishop, this morning would I go to uh, that tells a great love story that would maybe give us some advice on how to find a spouse? Sister Pearson, a, a, what's a good love story in the Bible? The book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. Sister Pearson got it right. And uh, Brother Joe, you know I didn't. I didn't prep y'all. I didn't. I, they they didn't know what I was going to ask. So, so we're going to look at the book of Ruth. I put I put in the title how to find a spice spouse the Bible, the Bible edition. <laughs> how to find a spouse the Bible edition because you know everybody's got an opinion, right? Of uh, advice. And so, but I want to know what this, what does the Bible say? <clears throat> the other day, and of course, uh, Marcus would have to get in my broadcast this morning of how to find a spouse, of course. Uh, but uh, the other day he was saying he heard somebody, so this is no reflection on Marcus, but he heard somebody. And if it's one of my friends or somebody I know, I apologize, but I... I had a little bit of a problem with the statement that was made, but Marcus said so he heard somebody um, somebody say, and I think it's some marriage counselor or whatever, Joe, they made the statement of that the statement we hear, happy wife, happy life, uh, and, and they made the statement like, that's a, that's a terrible statement, happy wife, happy life. And, and they were probably trying to make a point that, you know what? Us men, somebody was probably sticking up for us. We need to be happy too. It's not just about women that need to be happy, but, you know, and, and I get that. I get that if that's what they were trying to say that, you know, in a, in a, in a good marriage, a man has to be happy and a wife has to be happy. I get that. I understand. But they were, they were saying that's just not a good statement. Happy wife, happy life. And Marcus said that that somebody had said this and Sister Pearson, she was like, well, that actually is a good statement. Happy wife, happy life. She said, because it's Bi that's Bible. <laughs> and there was a pause. kind of. It's like, oh. And so I want to know what the Bible says. What's, what's the verse about happy wife, happy life? Proverbs chapter 21 and verse number nine, it says, this really is happy wife, happy life. It's better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than with a brawling or a quarrelsome or a cantankerous or contentious woman in a big house, <laughs> no matter how big the house is. So, so I want to know what does the Bible say? So how to find a spouse? What am I looking for? What do I want my marriage to be like? I want to know what the Bible says. So we're going to look at the book of Ruth. And chapter 2. We're going to start in chapter 2. I don't know if he's listening this morning or not, but I got a text yesterday. Uh, Brother Simons was listening from North Dakota. I noticed it was after our broadcast, but it's always nice when he tunes in because He's my I mentor, a mentor a little bit. A lot of what I do in this broadcast, I learn from him. So thankful for that. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Ruth chapter 2 and verse number 5 is kind of the beginning to me of the love story. You know, Ruth is, 
as her husband has died. Um, she's following her mother-in-law, and here she is. And, and verse number five, it says, Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? He was like, Who's that? Who's that woman right over there? His eyes got on Ruth and he said, Who's who is that? Who's that fine who's that fine woman right there? That's what he was saying. I want to know who she I want some, I want to know some more about her. That's verse five. He says, Whose damsel is this? Uh, my eyes are on her. So who is she? But verse number seven of chapter two gives us an indication it we see inside of what Boaz is thinking. And to me, we want to look at, because this is a beautiful love story. And it, and it, and it, uh, what's the, what's the last few verses of, of, of Ruth say? I mean, this is a great, great story because Salmon begat Boaz and Boaz begat Obed, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David. That's the last verses of the book of Ruth. So this is a beautiful love story <clears throat> that it leads to the lineage of David, Jesus, all of that. So Boaz says, who's this woman? But verse number seven tells us, it lets us to see what was Boaz looking at. Verse number seven, so Boaz in verse number seven, it says, he tells, um, he, he says, I pray you let me glean and gather after the reapers among the seeds. So she came, and this is what he's saying about Ruth here. She came and hath continued even from the morning until now that she tarried a little in the house. And that last statement, she tarried a little in the house. I looked in other versions. It means she spent very little time in the house. While all the other women were in the house eating milk and cookies, it looks like to me that Ruth was out working and she got Boaz's attention. He said, this is what Boaz says, she hath continued even from morning until now that she tarried a little in the house. And that's the beginning of the love story. So her, his, his attraction, it does, it does not say his attraction was her, her, uh, her outward appearance. Now, she obviously was probably beautiful to Boaz. But you know what? There's something about the spirit of a person that makes that person beautiful. And, and Boaz saw the example of a servant in Ruth, and he was like, that's the kind of woman that I am interested in. I think of the example also of, of Rebecca and Isaac, you know, uh, they went out to find Isaac a wife. What did they find in Rebecca? They found a servant. She was serving. She was serving. And, you know, in this whole deal here, in 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 looking for a spouse, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give advice to ladies also a little bit. Um, we have the example here of of Boaz, but a person that is not it's not all about me. We have a we're living in a society today that so much is all about me. The the concept or the 
or the attitude of being a giver. And that's what you see in Ruth here that that Boaz saw something in Ruth that she was a worker. She was she was not interested in herself. She was a giver. They have studies that show like we have so many people in depression today. You know how to get out of depression? Help you. They have studies. Give. Give to others. Work for others. Uh, help. Help. And, uh, and, and let it not be all about me. Again, a few days ago, Sister Pearson was, was asked the question. And uh, asked the question. And, you know, it's, it's, it's getting uh, spouse advice here. And she's asked the question, um, well, what do you do, Joe? What do you do when the girl you're interested in is it takes her three hours to do her hair? Sister Sister Pearson had an immediate response. She she answered very quickly. It did not take her very long at all. What do you do when it takes her three hours to do her hair? Sister Pearson, almost immediately, she said, oh, that's not the girl you need to be looking for. <laughs> so so don't, don't, if it takes her three hours to do her hair, but don't, 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 don't even go there. So... You know what, and you know what Sister Pearson was really saying was, it's, it's going to be all about me. And you know what, in a marriage, for a marriage to work, I don't know how we, how we got on this this morning. Well, I'm reading the book of Ruth, so love story, a beautiful love story. A marriage has to work when we give to one another that I'm not interested in me. And some advice for ladies. You can listen to yesterday's broadcast and get some good advice for ladies. What was yesterday's broadcast about? And I was, I am great. What did Joshua say? Well, you're great. Go out and chop down some wood. Find some guy that likes to chop wood. And, uh, and uh, then you'll find a good, a good man. And a man that's in the altar. A man that knows how to love God. Praise God that's interested in the things of God and sister sister Bishop Pearson saying amen. And you're gonna need a guy that he enjoys chopping wood, working Joe, because you want you don't want your babies to starve to death. I want my family to live. Amen. And I, I Sister Pearson's not here this morning, but I'm using a lot of her her wisdom this morning. But I, I really like this. She says, ladies, you want to find a guy. Or, I mean, young men, young men, you want to find a young lady that thinks that you hang the moon. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Because us guys, I know we're not all that, you know, we're just guys. But to find a lady that loves, and here you see the example of Ruth, a worker. Amen. Because looks can be deceiving. Is that right? Because you can see, you know, if guys fall in love, I'm talking to, I'm talking to uh, uh, ladies right now. I'm talking to ladies. If guys, like, they immediately fall in love with you when they see you, that guy's not interested in the right things. Because he needs to know a little something about you. How do you interact? How do you pray? How do you... How do you treat people? 
But if he's just interested in the physical attraction, something's wrong with his looker. So, because looks can be deceiving. And I'll say this, and I I think people can understand this this morning, that, uh, you know, you can see somebody, and I'll use an example, a lady, and... uh, Oh, they they look nice. They look sharp. But let them let them display a, a spirit, an attitude come out of them. You know what? The beautiness goes away very quickly. But you see a lady that loves God, that puts God first, that that uh, gives praise to God, that is a has a servant heart, a servant spirit. You know what? She's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. So anyway, how to find a spouse. Thank God for beautiful young ladies and good young men that want to live for God, serve God, give to the kingdom of God. There is a world out there that's, that is a selfish, it's a selfish world, but I want to be a giver. God help me this morning. God help me as a man to be a giver, to treat my wife with with love, to care for her. And uh, I want to be your servant, God. I'm going to close with a song. I didn't realize this song was, I just, I listened to the song. I thought it's a good song. It's, it's, it's given a response to God. But I thought, you know what? This song's appropriate this morning to, uh, <clears throat> We're talking about marriage. The title of this song, some of you young men will find interesting as you listen to the course. Love y'all. God's an amazing God. I want to serve him, live for him. Young men, find you a good wife. Find one that's not taking a break. That's out working in the field. Who is that Ruth? Who is that lady out there? She's staying in the field when everybody else is taking a break. And it ended up being the right lady for Boaz. Listen to this song. God bless y'all. Like your son instead of winning every word.